Are you looking for food truck books to read, but you're starting to feel overwhelmed with all the content? Or maybe you're trying to find answers to your questions, but you realize you haven't asked the right questions to get those answers. Well, you're in luck. I wrote the book, Before You Launch a Food Truck, Eight Questions Every Aspiring Food Trucker Should Ask. For the past five years, I have been studying the food truck industry and been a diehard food truck customer. And in the process of that, I've learned a lot about what makes a good food truck stand out among the rest. I took eight of those key concepts and created a book where I could have curbside conversations with each of you about them. What makes this book different is not only that it's digestible and designed to not overwhelm you, but it also propels you into action. You can purchase Before You Launch a Food Truck today at thefoodtruckscholar.com shop in paperback and ebook format, as well as on Amazon. For every copy purchased, I'm donating a copy to organizations committed to helping formerly incarcerated individuals re-enter society, particularly those that are interested in starting their own food business. So, Buy a copy today to help yourself and someone else get rolling and keep trucking. What's up, everybody? Happy holidays and Merry Christmas from the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel D. Smith, and I appreciate you for choosing to kick it with me for yet another episode. This time of year always makes us reflect on the year that we've had and push us to really get into the spirit of giving and holiday cheer. And with the year 2020 has been, some of us could use a little cheer and perhaps even a reminder that there is always an opportunity to love our neighbors through giving of our time, our talent, and whatever other resources we may have. And I couldn't think of a better way to end our interviews for the season than with Roberto and Shamika Brooks of Hip Hop Smoothies in Charlotte, North Carolina. When we sat down to talk, we had no idea that the pandemic or Panopticon or Panini or whatever else you want to call it would completely change our lineup and our season trajectory for the podcast. However, the pandemic doesn't change Hip Hop Smoothies' purpose serving refreshing smoothies that'll make you bust a move, spit a few bars, and most importantly, contribute towards their bottom line of serving the community. But for now, sit back and relax. The show starts now. Okay, everyone. So when I was filming season one of the Food Truck Scholar podcast, you know, I was traveling all over the place. And one of the places I told myself that I really wanted to go and spend time in was Charlotte, North Carolina. I was in Durham in September and there was a food truck that someone had told me about. It was actually one of my best friends and I really wanted to go see them. But I was at the Black Communities Conference and couldn't make it. Things fell through. I was so upset. I was like, I got to reschedule. And then an opportunity came to do a layover in Charlotte. 
And I made sure I left the airport to check out this food truck. And that is who I'm bringing to you. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to my guests and let them introduce themselves. If you can just say your name, where you're based, and the name of your food truck. Okay. Um, my name is um, Shamika Brooks. Um, I'm with Hip Hop Smoothies. I'm a general partner. Um, and we are located in Charlotte, North Carolina. And my partner, Roberto Brooks, located here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Awesome. Awesome. So first I want to dive back. So I had the smoothie, I had the gin and juice and I enjoyed it. It was refreshing. It is what I needed after running around all day. So I'm going to start out with that. But has smoothies always been something that you just enjoyed making as a child? Have you always just enjoyed sweet treats? Like how did this all come about? Well, we've um, enjoyed making smoothies um, at home and uh, with our for the, for the most part, that's how our uh, old idea came about. Um, we do it a, a lot for our family, our boys. Um, but uh, with me, uh, my background is actually in sales, management, and customer service. So, um, And Carlos, he is with business, his background's in business, customer service, as well as management as well. Um, and what we wanted to do was um, try to bring something to the community where we could actually call our own, but also make sure that... Um, it was sustainable and it actually provided an um, impact to the community. Um, so we brainstormed for a couple, probably a couple months, um, just trying to come up with an idea that we both would enjoy doing, but also that community impact would also be there. Um, so one of the things was smoothies, uh, which we love to make. Um, so we actually started um, coming together and, and working on some different recipes, doing some analysis in the market. And um, we decided that smoothies um, as a mobile um, food truck would actually be the best option for us. Okay, awesome. And so you talked a lot about the community impact. So what? how are you defining community impact and why is it so significant? Well, if you know, um, we do a lot um, with the YMCAs, um, the VA, um, different church communities as well as schools. And what we do is anytime we have events there, we always give a percentage back to the organization. So not only does it benefit the actual patrons that are coming in and it looks, you know, it also helps the, the particular organization that we're at. But with that particular give back, um, they're able to put, for, for instance, the YMCA, they were able to put kids through summer programs that could not afford it with some of the give back money that we actually was able to do. So anytime we have an opportunity to provide a service or give percentage back, we always do that with our community um, partners. Because I'm so glad that you said that, because when I actually finally found y'all during my layover, I was on a search, girl. <laughs> you was outside of a, uh, what, what was it, like a high school volleyball tournament if, for yes. breast cancer support? Yes, it was served for the cure. This month, October, was actually a big month for us when it came down to, as of course, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But we participated in probably six to seven different events in which we were able to provide a kickback to the organization to help with either cancer research, things of that nature. So October was really good for us, but we're able to do that whenever we can. We will definitely do that. And I thank you for that, because I love when there are businesses that, you know, not only make revenue from the community, but also give 
back to the community as well. And they have that nice circular motion with going within the community. I think that's a very powerful and important part to point out about businesses of all generations, all backgrounds, but especially when we have black businesses that are pouring back into the communities. And we often don't talk about black businesses in that light, but many of them do that. And so I want to applaud you all for that, for sure. Thank you. I really wanted to get in with the thing because when I saw the truck, a colleague of mine, Dr. Tori Crops, she actually said, hey, I don't know if you know about this truck, but I need you to go check them out. And because obviously my research is about food trucks as part of hip hop culture. And so when I saw your truck and I saw the logo and I saw all the things, I, I must admit, I was truly, truly, truly Excited. That's why I risked it all, including being <laughs> probably missing my flight on the way back to make sure I saw y'all. So how did you come up with the concept and why a hip hop themed hip hop inspired food truck? Well, uh, we both love hip hop music. We actually love our old genre, but hip hop music is something that um, we both connect with. And as we're thinking of our, our smoothies, we wanted to make sure that it was fun, exciting. When you came to the truck, you, you were excited to be there. So um, we wanted to make sure that when we actually created our, our company, we surrounded it um, around hip-hop as well as the overall experience. So when you left the truck, you had a great experience. You knew it was just a different than just walking into any other smoothie place or coming up to any smoothie truck. We wanted to make sure it involved the experience. So uh, I don't know if you, I don't think when you're there, but you have a lot of times we, we interact with our customers. They'll sit right there and sing the song all the way through, or they'll order a smoothie based on the song that they hear at the time. So uh, we just wanted to make sure that as we created it, we evolved the hip hop theme. Uh, we just kept the, the music alive with our smoothies. Also, just to throw out, we when we actually started, which was August 11, 2018, uh, August 11 was a significant date because that was when hip-hop was born. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we wanted to make sure that everything that we did surrounded hip-hop. It was a great experience. And that's, you know, that's really why uh, we went with the hip-hop thing. That's amazing. And I'm so glad that you pointed out the point of when you all was founded because I did not know that. So that just makes it even more special to me personally. And we know one thing about hip hop and about rap music. You know, the beat is great, but also we listen to the word play. We listen to the verb play Mm -hmm. and having all of these different words and uh, topics and stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think go together. But when you hear it in the words of Wheezy or T.I. or whomever, and you're like, wow, that was that was good. So when you're thinking about the different smoothies and you're thinking about the songs, how did you think through like what ingredients would match the different songs and the smoothie options? Well, we actually created the menu uh, to start out with. So we wanted to perfect the menu and the ingredients. So we did a lot of tasting with, you know, family and friends to really make sure that the taste was where we wanted to, wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we use, we use the whole natural fruits and our, our smoothie would also set us apart from a lot of the other smoothie companies because you get all of your fruit servings, at least, at least one to two cups, just depending on the size of fruit uh, or size of cups that you get. But once we actually drilled down on the menu, we started looking at the ingredients, uh, looking at the song. So like, for instance, the gin and juice, of course, it's got ginger in it. The I Got Five on it has five ingredients. So the blueprint in, comes out blue. So we tried to put it along with songs that 
that made sense. Our cream looks like cream. Um, so that's how we, we made the actual product. And then we went back and um, named them based on brainstorming and coming together to see exactly what made sense with each item. So now, you know, I got to ask both of y'all, right? So who are your favorite artists? Of course, Iggy Smalls is one of our top artists. We love Jay-Z. We love some old school Sugar Hill Gang. New school, of course, T.I. <laughs> um, we've, we've got a, we're, we're open to just about any music. We love Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre. You know what? I think we should team up at some point and create a playlist. Oh, yeah. Let, <laughs> as our situation, we've got a list of different things that people that, you know, maybe you should name something the Nipsey Blue. So we've been working on different things as we actually expand our menu as well and actually expand into um, um, working on the storefront as well. Um, but we'll still have our truck going as well. Well, I'm really excited to hear that you're taking that next endeavor um, into a brick and mortar space. I know a lot of food trucks, they either go towards acquiring another truck or they go straight into the brick and mortar. And both are monumentous occasions. And so I want to congratulate you both on that. And, you. you know, one of the things I really wanted to ask, since both of you come from like this business, marketing, sales um, strategy type of background, Obviously, that you know that helped prepare you to think about okay business plans, um, testing your market, defining who your demographics are, you know your market segmentation, your market differentiation, what your competitive advantage would be, who your stakeholders are, and all those different type of things. Was there anything that kind of caught you off guard that you wasn't prepared for? I think the biggest um, probably not being prepared for is of course the seasonal changes. Carlos did an excellent job with his with the market analysis. We've looked at different areas in which our our food truck with the demographics. You know, he's done a lot of analysis in that area. He did most of that work. <laughs> that is not my realm at all. Um, but he did most of the segmentation and looking at his different um, areas, looking at who our uh, market would primarily be. And just making sure that we got in the correct areas. And my, you know, what I do is make sure we go out there and try to get um, the the different areas that he suggested. But um, for the most part, everything he's done has allowed us to be successful. And then looking at the different strings of areas and workload and things of that nature. So, because I think what a lot of people miss is the amount of planning and investment that goes into any business. You know. It takes a lot of research, constant research, not just in, in the beginning if you're submitting a business plan or if you just have simply a plan, whether you're using it to get loan money or not. Like you have to continue to research the market. The market changes. People move into town. People move out of town. Certain places become hot. Sometimes they're not. And you have to constantly be a learner of your market and who are you trying to serve and where you're going to go. And that's something that I always try to encourage people to think about is that it's, your research is not a one-time thing. No. <laughs> See, it's always evolving. It's always growing. Even with my podcast now, you know, I'm always thinking about what the market looks like now. What it looks like now for season two looks very much different from what I thought and what I researched my market to be in season one. So it's always about growth and it's always about expansion. And so I'm excited to come back and, you know, hopefully by the time I come back, there's a Nipsey Blue. Maybe there's a Hot Girl Summer one. You know, I'm looking forward to just all the different plays 
on this that this could possibly go. And so my last question is, if there was any advice that you would give to anyone um, starting a business, more specifically a food truck, what advice would you all give to them? Just just do it. If you have a passion uh, for something, you just can't let anything hold you back. Um, you need to make sure that you take the time to take the time to do it and, and try it. It may not be successful at first, but you have to make sure that you build your clientele. You got to make sure that you plan every particular steps of the way. And I know a lot of food truck owners, they don't necessarily um, talk to each other at, at the beginning when they're starting the food truck, thinking it's a, sometimes a competition, but at the end of the day, we are all here to support each other. So sometimes you need to rely on another person to really help you through it. But, you know, really don't give up. Really do what you need to do and, and try to stay focused and um, and just do it. I mean, you, the only thing you can do is someone telling you no. Um, at the end of the day, you got to make sure that you go forward and, and put every effort into it. I 100% agree on that because, there's, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. And yep. more people are going to say no at first. All you really need is one yes. And usually that first yes is the yes you give yourself. Yep. So for those who are trying to say, hey, you know, I want my gin and juice. I want the remix. I, 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 you know, how can I follow you? How can we connect with you on social media? So we are, of course, on um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can actually reach us at Hip Hop Smoothies. We also suggest people subscribe to our website at hiphopsmoothies.com. Um, that allows you to subscribe. And also, if you want to put in an inquiry for us to come out to your particular location, can also do that as well. Okay, y'all. So make sure you follow them on social media, Hip Hop Smoothies. Visit hiphopsmoothies.com. Make sure you subscribe. And hey, invite them out to your parties. Invite them out to your corporate functions. Whatever event that you have on. Who doesn't love smoothies? Smoothies, we go year round with them most of the time. At least we do. And where I live, <laughs> anytime we love smoothies. So it's always a great um, event. <laughs> Well, we appreciate the invite. Um, if you got anything else for us, of course, please let us know. Um, and we look forward to seeing you in the future. That's all for today. But I want to say thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Food Truck Scholar Podcast. Are you a part of the food truck industry and want to share your company's story with us? Connect with us at thefoodtruckscholar.com slash contact. We would love to have you as a guest for season three. Slots are almost filled, so make sure you grab yours today. Also, we have only a few sponsorship slots left for potential partners to help share information and resources within the food truck community. So if that's you, visit thefoodtruckscholar.com slash contact. We look forward to working with you. But until next time, I'm Ariel, the Food Truck Scholar, signing off and reminding you to buy local, eat local, and support your neighborhood food truck. I'll see you soon.